it's down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show start right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show start right now. Welcome to Down in the Den, the best platform for creators on Al Gore's internet, and I'm your boy Mars, and joining me right here in the den, I'm so excited to bring to you a producer who is truly making waves, he's super talented, and I'm proud to welcome to the Den Nation, Devin Trey, Devin Sir, welcome to the Den, how are you doing today? I'm doing good today, thank you, thank you for having me, I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. I'm glad to have you on the platform. As I mentioned before, we like to get independent artists, artists that are right on the cuffs. That's going to be huge. And I think you're one of those producers and one of those artists that definitely will be. And uh, you're super talented. So I'm humbled to have you in the den. Now, uh, before we even get into my questions, I I, I just want to tell you, I just want to go ahead and give you the compliment. I love your sound. It's ethereal. It's it's epic to say the least. So, you know, I, I just wanted to go ahead and give you that compliment before hey, you, we hey, even you, start, man. Give you the flowers. So it's a tradition here. I'm a huge, huge nerd. I grew up reading comic books, watching every single Marvel movie that came out, every single DC movie. And it's a tradition here. I always say every hero, every villain has their origin story. They have something that made them into the hero or the bad guy or whatever they are. It made them who they are. So what is your origin story? How did you get into music? How did you develop into the artist that you're currently at and, and where you plan on progressing? What's your origin story? Uh, so I'm currently, uh, I'm currently 19 years old and I'm in my second year of college. And I started, I got into like, I got into music like, I would say towards the end of middle school slash the start of high school, like eighth, ninth grade. And in particular, I really got into like R&B and hip hop, right? Like artists like Drake, The Weeknd, Travis Scott, ASAP Rocky. And like this like underlying trend that I noticed in their music was like the beats, you know what I mean? Like the production, like I was like really just blown away by like, like the sounds of some of the, so like some of their music, the sound, I was really blown away by it in terms of like how like, just the sound to make you feel internally and i i took a i remember i took a course um it was like a computer applications course and one of our electives as part of that course was doing a garage band and then like so my teacher introduced me to garage band and like honestly from there it was just up like i would come home from school and just spend like hours just you know messing around in garage band and you know i'm having all their default loops playing on my computer putting putting together like drum loops and um melodic loops whatever whatever and um I would I I'd say I did that for like maybe like one or two years and then I was like really into this. I was like ready to take it to the next level, you know what I mean? So I um I did research and I started like I did research into like just music production. Um I don't know if you've ever heard of internet money, but like I used to watch all their YouTube videos and <laughs> everything yeah. just um yeah, yeah. And then like their producers would make beats and I I just like that's what I do in my free time. Like kids would be watching like whatever TV and like whatever. <laughs> And instead of watching TV, I'd just be watching like these beat, beat making videos. And that was like what I did for fun. And yeah, um, I think like, I think sophomore year or junior year, so like maybe like two, three years ago, I invested in um, Logic Pro X, which is kind of like the upgraded version of GarageBand. Right. And um, 
I, I also bought like some plugins and stuff, you know, like software plugins and um, just downloaded a bunch of drum sounds. And really like from there, that's like when I started taking it seriously and just like I really developed my like craft as a producer. And I would say like more recently, um, I would say like November 2020, that's when I started taking the business side of things more like more uh, more seriously. Like I developed my before I had this whole like Devin Trey personality. Um, I, I started up another like business around my beats that was called the architect beats, but I, I didn't really know what I was doing. You know, like I was kind of young back then and I, I was just kind of messing around. Like, but I think that that experience really gave me some insight into like how I want to approach this business like that I have currently. So like I, I got rid of like the architect beats. I just started from the ground up again, like November, 2020 started my Instagram, all my social media all over again. And like, since then it's only been an upwards journey man like i i had like maybe like 1000 followers back in november 2020 and it's not even been a year yet i'm almost at 4000 and like i've like gotten i've like been able to network with a good amount of artists and stuff and like you know just get my music out there and like really just foster and develop these relationships i think like an essential part of that is like i took the business side more carefully but like I think like my craft as a producer is like also like that's what's really causing me to stand out because I feel like my beats are like 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 you said I think they're like quite good at this point and I'm only getting better so yeah that's where I'm at currently now man definitely and, and I agree we we this platform I started this platform uh, late 2020 or early 2020 late 2019. Um, and it's the same thing. I'm significantly older than you, but when you say you're 19, you say, I started when I was kind of young. No, brother, you're still extremely young. Trust me, for a person uh, who just hit his 40s uh, or early 40s uh, or just 40 period, um, 19 seems <laughs> like 40 years away or 40 years ago. But you guys are blessed with the technology you mentioned you started with garage band and then you yeah, added on yeah. and got that i didn't have that you know growing up so i'm so envious but i'm so proud of this young generation because i have so many artists that i've spoken with and then we welcome into this family that started very similar you know they were inspired by an artist and then they got it and you can do everything yourself now you don't need to have yeah. a budget of yeah. 40 million dollars or a studio that's just charging you a hundred dollars an hour $200 an hour to record mm -hmm. you can do it with some YouTube videos learn how to do it buy some equipment and exactly yourself. exactly yeah so that, I've actually never been to the studio yet like I haven't paid for a session everything's yeah, just you, been like you know from the comfort of my bedroom literally yeah no you yeah. can make us an artist that uh, uh, we rock with uh, La Russell uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've heard of him but same thing yeah. he's on his eighth independent album just doing it right out of the bedroom. So I mm -hmm. love this yep. young generation and, and the uh, work you guys are putting in into your craft and, and into your passion and saying, you know what? I, I don't want to be that nine to five guy. That's what I was taught. My generation was go to college, become a nine to five guy, but it'll kill you inside working in that corporate environment. Yeah, yeah. It will kill yeah. you inside. So I love that. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to get the platform. I said, it's over for me as an artist, but I can certainly you know, bring it to the table as, as, you know, what I do here. So that's a great origin story. You mentioned that you kind of fell in love with music with uh, Drake and, and some of those other artists. Yeah, yeah. Drake's my favorite, like, just number yeah. one. <laughs> he, he's an icon. I remember 
his very first tour. Uh, that's how old I am. You were probably nine when it happened, but uh, his very first tour in 2010 when they were still calling him yeah. wheelchair Jimmy from Degrassi. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> And, and I was there and I was like, okay, this guy's going to be a star. I didn't know he was going to be what he is now. Uh, besides Drake, who are some other artists that just kind of really helped you fall in love with music? Um, The Weeknd. Um, like, I would say I, I got, like, primarily two, like, I'm, like, in love with, like, two sounds of, like, hip-hop. Like, I really like the, like, Toronto sound, which is, like, Drake and The Weeknd, right? Like, that, like, right. like moody R&B, like, you know, like, late-night R&B sound. And at the same time, I really like that, like, psychedelic druggy sound of, like, Travis Scott and ASAP Rocky. Like, those those guys are just, like, my top two. And I think, like, my music is a reflection of that because it's not, like, it's not always, it's not, like, traditional R&B, like, it's not traditional late on R&B as in, like, Drake in the weekend, but it's, like, kind of, like, infused with, like, psychedelic elements and stuff. I try to, like, give it that, like, vibe, you know? So, yeah. Besides Drake in the weekend, I would say, like, Travis and ASAP for sure. Those are those are great influences and great influential artists, especially uh, yeah. I mean, all of those guys. Travis Scott, I, I tell people all the time, he was writing the stuff that we fell in love with Kanye way before yeah, we even yeah, knew who he yeah. was as an artist. So a lot of people cite <laughs> Kanye, and I'm like, he's a genius. Don't get me wrong, but you got to give the flowers to Travis Scott as well. Now um, you mentioned yeah. that your music is a reflection, um, however. For me, it definitely has its own spin. It doesn't seem like you're copying. There's a lot of original. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it's like I feel like my music's a melting pot of all my influences, right? But out of that melting pot, pot is like something unique. Like, I feel like I've created like kind of my own lane within that like genre of like R and B or like trap soul. You know, it's just my very because I'm I listen to a lot of music. Like, um, it's not just these guys. These are my top guys, right? But I. I think honestly, like, and this is for any producer out there, like, if you're trying to get better, like, just, like, have open ears and listen to everything, absolutely anything, even, it doesn't even have to be hip-hop, like, pop, rock, like, soul music, jazz music, everything, just, you know, have an open mind, have open ears, and, like, all of that will come together, like, and you won't even realize it, but when you sit down and make beats, you're, like, you having that experience of listening to a various genres will definitely help you, you wouldn't even realize it, like, and that's what I, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, if like by listening to a variety of genres, I feel like I've created something unique because I have I can draw from like you know from here from here just to create like put them together, synthesize them together, and boom, you have something like entirely different or new. That's a word. That's a message. And for all new artists coming out, this is one thing that I stress enough: do not punish your ears by just staying in one genre. Mm -hmm. yep yeah I, I don't i personally don't believe in genres i just say good music is good yeah music, regardless yeah. <laughs> you know you know you may have a vibe here but i don't personally go into that genre because they will pigeonhole you into a particular sound or a particular artist mm -hmm. or particular music expand your you know plateau expand your palette that's great advice that's fantastic advice now you've been producing since you were uh very young you know showed your interest but now you're really taking it into the business side. And that's another yep. side. We hear artists every day uh, talk about, oh, my record label didn't pay me or I'm, I'm not getting uh, this fair amount. We hear artists, oh, I want my master's. So one thing that we want to do on this program is, is talk about the independent. Uh, you know, majors are great, 
But if you don't know the business side, you will end up owing your life away and not even owning your art. Tell us a little bit more about the business side that that you kind of you mentioned at first you had some moderate success, but now you're really blowing off after rebranding. Tell us the importance of being cognizant and being able to pivot and, and swerve and make that left and rebrand because that's a super intelligent move. Some uh, the best artists, two chains rebranded himself. Hitmaker, mm-hmm, yeah, rebranded himself. Uh, it's very important. Uh, Madonna, Michael Jackson, uh, Prince, they always change, they always evolve. Tell us a, a little bit about the importance of being able to make your brand and getting out there on social media and just really rebranding and establishing yourself with a new, a new vibe, a new thing. Tell us the importance about that. Yeah, man. Um, like I tell people this all the time, um, doing music, right. Whether you're an artist or a producer, it's in reality is 20% music and 80% business. And that's something that I feel a majority of artists and producers are like, they kind of, um, take for granted. They don't, they don't realize that, um, you got to pay attention to not just the music, but literally every aspect of like your business, your brand, everything, whether it be like details, like your name, like the visuals, the aesthetic of your page, your social media, like everything, like um, everything just comes together really to create a brand. And in terms of rebranding, I'll go into like what I did specifically. When I started out with the Architect Beats, I was not really sure what I was doing because it was more of an initial experience for me. So what I would really do for my brand, I didn't really like create my own lane. I, um, I would draw heavy inspiration from like the people I saw who were at the top at that time. I'm talking like 2016, 2017. 2018 like for example like internet money and stuff i would look at their like beat like i would look at their producers like their roster i'd look at their beat thumbnail thumbnails and stuff see how they create that and be like okay that's working for them so i think it'll work for me i feel like that's something a lot of people tend to do is they'll they'll see people who are being successful and they'll think if we copy that person then maybe it'll work for us too the thing is in reality it doesn't really work like that because let's say like these people like, let's say let's say for example like you have a very successful like producer who's making like trap beats, you know, like 808 Mafia, like um, so their aesthetic will like match the music. Uh, you 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 as an army producer, you as a pop producer, you as someone who's focusing on another genre primarily, that that aesthetic or that branding is not necessarily gonna work for you. And that's a lesson that I really learned from personal experience. Um what I did when I did my whole rebranding thing was I really like evaluated details down to the very like specifics of it. For instance, like there's like a set of colors. They're called cool colors, like blue, green, indigo, purple and stuff. They're associated with more like calm music and stuff, like psychologically. I really like looked into like very like exact details of how I want to model my page. Because I make like, you know, like r music and like music that's like soulful, smooth, kind of relaxing. I try to make my, uh, like my thumbnails and my page aesthetic for Instagram, like have like a blue tint, you know, things like that. That's how specific you really got to get in order to push a successful brand forward. Um, I don't know, even, even my, like, like all my social, like, uh, my headers, my profile pictures and everything, I have, like, a photographer, like, take it for me. Like, one of my friends, he, he, he's had, he has a passion for photography, and he edits all my pictures. He gives it that, like, cool, like, um, like cool color vibe, and then he, like, uh, like, everything, the lighting, the shadows, everything. So, I would say for, like, aesthetically, visuals are super important. Another thing that you got to realize is um, it's not just beats that you got to put out. You're putting out content right? You're not just putting out like music purely in like in a pure musical mp3 format. 
every time you're releasing a beat, it's a pop. I, I'm talking for producers. I'm not sure how it works for artists. So, um, in terms of producers, right? Every time you're putting out a beat, you're putting out a product. The product comes with like you know its own like its packaging. It's like it's visual. It's uh, like description. It's everything. Like, and uh, I would highly recommend investing in like a website or a service like BeatStars or something where you can put up your entire catalog. Um, you can customize a website to fit your brand's um aesthetic. I have my own website and like I edited all the I did like graphic design for that website. I edited like the you know the background and how I wanted it to look, and that website reflects my Instagram page. That Instagram page reflects like my SoundCloud page. Everything is like if you like if you see a page essentially bottom line, whatever one of my social media pages to my website, looking based on like the aesthetic and stuff. I want people to be able to like realize okay I can tell this is Devin Trey. You know what I mean? I want yeah, people to be cool. able to tell like this is like belongs to him just from looking at the colors the visuals alone. I don't need I don't want it to be like my name has to be plastered across everything in order for people to be able to tell oh that's his. That's really the goal you got to you kind of got to go for. It. Yeah. Guys, he dropped I'm, so, I'm sorry, I feel like I've been talking a lot. My bad. No, yeah. no. I I'm I'm loving it, man, because you're you're so young, but you've learned very quickly and you've dropped a lot of jewels and that's what this is all about. It's fun. We have a blast, but we also are about helping the next generation and next platform. Yeah. Always I'm say, glad I can help, man. Yeah. yeah, man, we don't need majors <laughs> anymore. We don't need any, we just need networking and we need our own ability. And one thing that you touched on is being yourself. A lot of times, mm-hmm. uh, T-Pain mentioned this uh, in an interview not too long ago. And he, he says he gets sent music all the time, but it's like 50 little baby tracks. Everybody sounds like little baby. Yeah. Absolutely. And that doesn't necessarily work because you're never going to be the best little baby because he's already a little baby. But you're the yeah, only exactly. you. Yeah, you're the only mm-hmm. you. You could no one can be a better you than you. So it's really about establishing that identity. So uh, we've talked about your origin. We've talked about, you know, how you rebranded yourself and how you've fallen in love with music and, and your musical influences and, and parents as uh, musical parents, as I like I like to say. Um what do you love about creating? Because we're always about the three P's here, passion, purpose, and a plan. You got your business plan. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, yep. got your, you got your purpose. I, I feel your purpose is to make fantastic, epic beats. But tell us a little bit about really what do you love about creating? What's that passion for you? What does it do for you emotionally? I think, uh, honestly, like sitting down and making beats is it's almost therapeutic for me, I, I would say. Like you uh, you sit down and you work on music and it's just um, you can like channel all of like your feelings, your emotions, your mental state. You can just channel it right through the computer onto the screen and through the speakers back at you. And that I think that's what makes music so special and unique because it's really the only thing that like allows people to really express themselves emotionally like that in a creative manner like you know like um um I'm in school right now for computer science right uh which is like it's related to coding and stuff and like a lot of people will be like you know when you code you can also like channel your emotions through coding or whatever but I've never felt like you could do that as well as you can for like music music for me just speaks to me in a different way right so um yeah man I'd say just like and also I feel like I'm a very creative person and I need something to push my creative energy into. And like music gives me the perfect outlet for that. I'd say like just to feel my creative energies and 
for like almost as therapy. I'd say that's what music's really about for me. That was the answer I was looking for. I always find true artists, there's some consistencies, regardless of what they do. If you're an artist, if you're a creator, and my favorite term is creatives, that kind of encompasses everybody from music to filmmaking. And one thing that I hear, like they have to get this out. It, it's therapy. It's one thing consistent with the greats. Uh, if I hear, oh, I do it because I want to make money or, or I wanted to be famous, I know this person isn't going to make it. Uh, and making it, obviously, you can have different definitions. It doesn't have to be the number one on the pop charts. It could be if you can survive and pay your bills and be happy creating. That's way better than being in corporate America doing doing that tap dance and struggle. So that was the answer that I was looking for. Now, uh, looking at your SoundCloud, looking at the page, you've worked with a lot of cool artists. And, and, and like I said, the sounds are amazing. Who are some of the favorite artists that you've worked with? And who are some artists that you really want to work with on your bucket list for artists you'd like to collaborate with? Um, one of like one of my favorite artists I've been working with um over the last year and a half. This is actually a rapper. He's not an R&B artist. So I I I do all I primarily focus on like R&B beats for my business. But like like I said, I'm a really creative person. I couldn't just limit myself to one genre, right? Sure. So I really do all types. I do everything. And for that, and for him, he's like a rapper. He raps on like you know like little baby type beats, like those hard um those hard trap beats, right? Yeah. And his name is Still Dre. Um, he's from Phoenix, Arizona um that that's one of the guys that i really i've been working with for a while another dude is um another guy i've been working with who's so talented he has a beautiful voice uh ralph hughes um he's all he's underground like i don't know if you would uh you would have heard of these people but i i hope i hope one day you will <laughs> um, hey, we want to give them their flowers if, if the demates haven't heard they're going to check them out after this that's what we want to give everybody their flowers and everybody yeah, yeah. highlight it <laughs> um Another artist is, uh, she's dropping an album with my beats. I don't think she has any music out yet, but she sent me, like, we've been networking and going back and forth. Her name is uh, Karima. Uh, she's a singer from, I think, from Vegas. Yeah, if I remember correctly. And she's really fired, too. I can't wait for her project to drop. I'm executive producing that, so I'm excited. <laughs> um, who else, man? Man, I can't. I, I work with so many people. Like, these are just some of the people I work with on a consistent basis. So it's, like, hard for me to remember, but... As for like people I'd want to work with, I mean, the obvious answer is like Drake and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if we're, if we're talking like more realistically, let me think. Um, hey, it's realistic, brother. Man, was, it's realistic. Trust me, realistic. you have the talent. It's realistic for sure. I appreciate that. I really do. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, um, you know, like Bryson Tiller, Ryan Trey. Those are some guys I'd want to yeah. work with. Yeah. I can hear that. I can, I can, I think that would be a musical marriage made in heaven. I can, I can, I can hear Bryson Tiller's vibrato over one of your beats. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really like Bryson a lot. Yeah. I feel like that, that's a bit more realistic than Drake, but still out there. <laughs> uh, it, it, it can happen, man. Like I said, you, you are, when I say you are, for your, your talent is good for any age. If you were 65, I would be like, damn, he's talented as hell. But at 19, just learning, I mean, the world's your oyster for sure. So this has been a blast. I've been having, uh, it feels like I'm in class and I love it. I love, <laughs> I love learning something new. But now we're going to get you your Demate stamp, but you have to earn it. This is one thing that we do. We're going to make it easy. As a producer, I'm going to make this really easy for you. To earn your Demate, we always play some type of game or some type 
activity to earn your denmate stamp. <laughs> this one's simple. I want your musical Mount Rushmore. Any genre, alive or dead. I need four. Who's on your musical okay. Mount Rushmore? Um, alive or dead, top, the greatest like people, greatest rappers. For you, I right? always say the aliens are coming and they need four artists or they're going to blow the planet up. So it's up okay, to you. You okay, got okay, okay. four dope artists that they can take back to their planet. Oh shit! And enjoy this music. So, who okay, are your um, I'll go Drake. Okay. Cole, okay. Lil Wayne. Okay. Uh, um, last one's hard because I feel like for the last one, if I don't include someone, if I include one person, I'm like missing out on others. But uh, let me think. I gotta make it. I'm, I gotta. I gotta do the last one justice. Um, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Jay Z. Hey, that's four for four. Let me get the. We made it. We're live. That that they'll accept those <laughs> answers. That accepts, and that means you get your official denmate stamp, gang gang. That means you're completely yes, affiliated. <laughs> we will always promote your stuff. We're gonna put you in the network. We're gonna put you on DITD radio. I love it. But now I want you to let the inmates know what you got going on. Where can they find you? What do you have planned? <laughs> the floor is yours. You've earned it. Go right ahead. Um, right now, what I got planned is I um, I'm going down. I might go down to Arizona in like December, like early December. Um, to go get in the studio with like some guys I know. That's really what I've been focusing on. And I might be going to North Hollywood later this November to work with another artist. His name is Favor Valentine. I think you might have heard of him. I don't know. He's he's like semi big, but that's really what I got planned, man. I'm like traveling because I as for the music, I, I'm gonna be dropping like new beats. You know, just uh, every starting next week, I'm dropping Monday through Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for like until the end of the year. Just three beats every week. Yeah, <laughs> just that consistency, you know. Um, and as for where you can find me. My main platform that I use is uh, my Instagram, and my username is uh, Devin Trey Music. Uh, should, I, should I say it out? Like, should I say it, or should I just like type it in the chat or something? Oh no, you can you, kind of a... you can say it. We're gonna put it all like once this goes in the post, we'll put all oh, okay, all okay, okay, stuff yeah. in there. So yeah, you can just say it. Yeah, uh, I mean, just um, just D E V A N T R E Y Music. Just no no spaces. Yeah. Perfect. Check out the page, Demates. When I tell you, I, I don't even know how I stumbled across it. But when I stumbled across it, I said, oh, shit, who, who is this guy? This this guy <laughs> is super dope. And we linked. And I'm so glad that we linked because that's what this platform is all about. Giving flowers to the artists. Um, we're not going to wait till they become legends. We're going to the legends in the making that we know have the talent, have the ability. Give them flowers now. And then... You can always say, hey, that boy Mars has an eye for talent. I, I may not be able to <laughs> sing. I may not be able to rap so much. I damn sure can't dance. But one thing I do, these big ass ears have a wonderful ear for talent. And brother, you're talented. Sir, thank you. Right. Thank you're welcome. You. Thank you. More than welcome. So I am so happy welcoming you to the community. You're official Den Nation for sure. Guys, I want you to check Devin out. When I tell you his sound is literally you can roll one up and just listen to the instrumental 
and it will take you away. I'm that serious. It, it, I'm so like, glad to be part of this community too. Thank you. Yeah, Thank man. you, everyone. Thank you to you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. It's I'm really pleasure. glad I was able to, you know, talk about like, I feel like I like having, I haven't been have, able to have this like one-on-one -on -one conversation about music so passionately in a while. I really, I'm really glad, you know, you could have me for this. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's my pleasure. It is literally, your music is your therapy. This is my therapy talking to fantastic artists and, and really getting in the nuts and bolts and see what makes them different or makes them the same. It's amazing. So it's been mutually beneficial for both of us. I appreciate you, brother. Guys, I really want you to support this guy. I want to see him on the top of the charts. And when he's at the Grammys, I want to hear him say shout out to the Den Nation because the Den Nation will I have got you. Back. I got you. <laughs> for sure. But check shout him out, out. for real. Absolutely. Check him out. It's fantastic. We're going to put all his information on the page. We're going to be here. We're going to have some cool pictures. It'll be right there and right there. We'll put all of this stuff up. So, guys, check him out. Devin's dope. His music is fantastic. It's going to be pumping in your ears, I believe, for the next 35 to 40 years until he wants to maybe own a record label, whatever he wants to do in the world. <laughs> this. And uh, as always, guys, this has been another fantastic episode of Down in the Den, the best platform for independent artists, new artists, legends in the making and legends of the past. Guys, like, comment, subscribe, put in the comment what you like about Devin's music. Tell him that you checked it out. Follow him yeah. on his page, Devin, Trey, music, no spaces, and it'll be down there. Follow him. Tell him Mars sent you. And as always, Peace, love, unity, respect, deuces. It's down in the den, so go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now.